family, welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Speak. I'm your host, Clear the Godmother. You already know I'm here to talk about all things black, but today you got a real, real special episode, right? I invited one of my really, really good friends. I'm gonna let him introduce himself, but we're gonna talk about it and dive into everything Haitian culture. So without further ado, I'm gonna welcome in my friend, Oh, you know, thank you for having me. Okay, thank you. Uh, All right, so I think we should just dive right in. Let's do it. Let's so, do it. who are you? Uh, my name is Wynn Shelson, McKinley Voltaire. So, I've been calling you a middle name. It's not even your name. Yeah, it's okay. not even my, my first name. But, you know, it's, it's somewhat special. So, okay. I just. Okay. Right. I could be right. cool. Yeah. So, where are you from? I am from Jacques Melo. But originally, I my birth certificate said Porto Prince. Porto Prince is. See, I don't even know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Porto Prince is um, it's the capital of Haiti. So, ah, so you're from the capital. Yeah, you can say that. You can say that. So, what do you do? I'm when, an actor. When, 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 oh. Tell me again. When when Shelton. When Shelton. That there it is. There it is. Okay. What do you do? I'm an actor. Um, I go to Academy of Arts University. Oh. Yeah, I'm pursuing my MFA at the moment. I like you. I like yeah, you. Yeah. Okay, so I first want to talk about this particular space that we're in. Chaka. Chaka. Now tell me, if you know, where did the name come from? The name Chaka is actually a dish. France, the owner, which is back to a lovely conversation probably. Um, it's a dish. It's a rarity dish. Even when I heard it, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, what is Chaka? So yeah, I actually tried it, and it's a dish I've had before. I just didn't know the name, you know. So it's a dish, and it's very rarity, and the name stands for pure Haitian. Like, this is a dish only Haitian would, you know what I'm saying? So I want to know what made you guys decide to put it here. Okay. So France, the owner of Chaka and Caribbean Spice, he actually had a restaurant and. Um, San Rafael, okay. and he also has a food truck. So after expanding the food truck, and uh, yeah, yeah, so he has a food truck that used to come to Oakland, and then he decided later that he wanted to expand beyond the food truck in Oakland and put a restaurant. So when he ran me by the land, you know, I was like, hey man, I'm doing my thing. You doing your thing? We ICM, ICM, you Haitian. Let's make it happen. So we made it happen. We built Chaka, and Chaka's in the process of being built. Okay, cool. So. If you could answer this for me, yeah. I want to know what makes this particular Haitian spot better than all the other Haitian spots. So this yeah. is actually the first Haitian Caribbean spot in the Bay Area. So it'd be hard to compete. No, there is not a restaurant. There is little uh -huh. local communities. There's right. little right. Instagram pages, but this is a restaurant. You know, you are the first. No shade, no tea. Yeah, you are the first Haitian Caribbean restaurant in the. Okay. All right. Bay. So, we gotta dive into the grand opening that I was able to experience this Sunday. Talk me through the process. So, the grand opening, um, it, it, it was it was quite the experience. It was it was super fun. Um, it, was, it, was, it was. It was. It was packed out. Yes. Um, I'm glad you were able to come to. I'm glad I came. At, I came at the right time. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. I got my food quicker than anybody. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. Some people had a bit of trouble getting their food. It was. <laughs> It's quite a long process. It was amazing though. The food was so good. I think I ordered shrimp and grits and it was everything I could ask for. I'm telling you. You know, like I'm like y'all know I'm from New Orleans, so like certain foods that it gotta be right or I'm gonna talk about you. Like anybody from New Orleans know that we gon we we it's a certain way that we like things and to eat that food and to be like wow. Oh, it was good. It was good, man. Yeah. 
that's what we so do. what part did you play specifically in making this happen, especially for the brand? So I'm actually the social media marketer influencer for Chakran. Okay. So when I had talked to friends, friends like their friends. Come make yes, a special appearance, man. Please. Come say hi. Come say hi. This is Dan from his friends. We've been talking about the owner of Chaka. Yes. You feel me? Yeah, after me and friends, we were able to network and talk. He was like, it got big news. Chaka's been opening in Oakland. Let's expand. I was like, you know Exciting. what? We've been, we've been waiting for this. Let's make it happen. Friends, let's do it. You got the job. And yeah, we've been making history ever since, man. Ever since. Ever since. Well said. I'm pretty yeah. happy, happy about everything the whole time. Yeah. So right now, we're waiting for everyone to come over at Chaka to try the food. The food is amazing, by the way. I have to say it again. The food is exotic and unique. I always tell people. Authentic. Uh, but authentic. Asian food is completely different than all the other islands. There are so many islands from the Caribbean, but... Haiti, Haiti, I think we are the best. Yeah, we, agree. <laughs> we could have the battle, the Jamaican, though. We could have all that, but we all Haitian know it goes down in Haiti. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It goes down in Haiti. You know, our spices is just you can't, you can't, you can't touch us. So I have a question for you though. Yes. What was the best part about the grand opening? Also, the best part, um, I was expecting a lot of people, but I was not expecting that many. That was a huge, 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 huge turnover. Um, and um, the only thing I'm gonna say is like, we're not really prepared for that amount of people. But eventually we made it happen. Okay. We tried to please everyone. And the food was uh, up there. The food was top tier, yeah. Really was. Everyone was upset. <laughs> For a couple of hours until the food came, it was smiling. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was worth it. That was yeah. the main thing. So yeah. I'm really happy. I'm really happy that the wedding went well at the end and uh, uh, all the customers uh, they went home really happy and they really enjoyed the meal. So I have one more question. Yes. So I actually brought your favorite part of Sunday. But I want to know specifically, do you plan on expanding outside of Oakland? Would you bring it to another state? Bring it to another state besides California? Well, exactly. Uh, this is something uh, that I have in my mind because we have to expand. We have to bring the culture everywhere so people know about Haiti, the story, the culture, the food, everything. So. It pretty, it's kind of new right now to say that we want to expand, but eventually I'm pretty sure next move might be San Francisco. I like it. <laughs> That'd be a killer, man. Yeah, well, you would exactly. make it. That'd be a killer. Yeah, yeah since I don't killer. think there's any, any uh, Asian. No, no. No. It's a place called Pilon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 I heard about them. Yeah, I've never been there, but I heard about them. It's Selma. It's Selma. Yeah, yeah. But eventually, I'm pretty sure we're going to be working on that, and we just have to be focused and make it happen. Let's do it, man. Now, Fessa, now, Fessa. Come in. Come in. Right. So, thank you so much, guys. Oh, Merci. Course. You know it. I have to run, so thank you for everything, okay? You know thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Good to have you on the show, man. All right. Thank you. Thank All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. That was the superstar friends right there that I keep mentioning. Great guy. You know, he's getting things done. Yeah. I just had to talk about this place. It was amazing. And I'm gonna get into you a little bit. Let's talk. So you're from Haiti. Yeah, born and raised. So okay. tell me about your earliest memory. In Haiti? Yes. Chicken. 
Isn't that crazy? Chicken, man. <laughs> what does I that remember, mean? I remember two memories. It was the chicken at a graduation. I don't remember what I was graduating, but I was small. I had the pumas on with the red shirt, the little tiny pumas with the tiny feet. I can't remember. I think it might be more of a memorable picture of me holding a little chicken from a graduation, but that's the earliest I can think is actually being there and biting the chicken. Okay, it was the second one? Second one was me swallowing a ring. I think I liked the girl. And then I ended up swallowing a ring. I don't know how me swallowing a ring and me liking a girl coming to the story, but she didn't like me, end of the story. It was kind of like my first meeting hard, bro. I don't remember what happened to the ring because I didn't feel the choke. I don't remember. I just, I remember swallowing a ring, but yet I don't remember how what that happened. Yeah. Okay, okay. Really right. interesting. So, how long were you in Haiti before you I was in Haiti for 12 years. After the earthquake in 2010, I decided to get the fuck out of there, you could say. But no, nah, it was more like um, my parents made it happen. I was able to get a chance to come here to pursue any type of dream. And yeah, after a couple of paths of trying to become a rapper, it didn't work out. So we fell down the line. We gotta get into that. We gonna get into that. You yeah. said a rapper? So yeah, my father thought, you know, it just throw me in any field, see what I could become. And rapping was one of them. He bought me a bunch of equipment. Um, Pro Tools, Big Machine. Ooh, Pro Tools. Yeah, he just, tools. just threw me in there. I was kind of learning how to mix. I was decent with the mixing, but with the vocals and the writing, I wasn't really... It wasn't, it wasn't me, you know? I tried to hop like of, of a producer. Yeah, that's kind of the vibe I was given. Than a rapper. Yeah, I was kind of the vibe I was given, but... I don't know. It was too much for me, I guess, per se. So I fell out. It wasn't really my my happy place. But when I got behind the camera, it was different. It was like, damn, this is him. Him is he. Him is he. Him is he. He's there. So, before you came to the States, yeah. how was it being a child in Haiti? What was it like growing up there? Going rough. Growing up in Haiti, so in Haiti, it was really different. We don't have electricity 24-7, so it was like everybody in the street. Um, transportation is really rare, so, you know, um, we, we'd, be, we'd be catching, like, buses, per se, but they're not buses. You're kind of hanging in the back of a car. So, you know, we'd usually move, be walking a lot. It just, it's mostly, like, everything that you guys have is cut down to have have opportunity. So yeah, it was, it was very hard working first, so you could say, because we were so limited. Yeah. So it forced us to work even harder. But um, it was cool. School, you get a lot of whoopings. That was very annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What it was do y'all call whoopings? Y'all um, call them whoopings? What do we call it? Yeah, like, what do, what do y'all call being chastised by y'all parents? Um, Is it whoopings? Because we call, you know, it's not we be like, you can get Yeah, it's kind of heady. My souffle would out. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm about to whoop your ass. <laughs> I'm souffle, what I'm about to make your, you know? <laughs> yeah, they usually have the bendy ruler. You put your hand out, turn it. Yeah, they ruler. So y'all didn't get, so wait, so what kind? We ain't gonna talk about that. That's a whole different conversation. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, so how old were you when you moved to the States? I was 12. I went to Kentucky. You went to Kentucky? Yeah, I went from Haiti to Kentucky. Um, how was that? It was different. Tell me. Kentucky was know. very different. The first time I got there, I saw a train. I was like, wow, fucking train. <laughs> I saw a fucking train, dude. <laughs> Next time I saw snow, it was like fucking shit and snow, dude. So it was like a bunch of new stuff I was experiencing. Okay. Seeing snow, seeing trains, seeing big stuff for the first time, you know what I'm saying? There was a really big building like California. California is a different state. Yeah, Kentucky is very wide open, very suburban area, you know? So how long were you in Kentucky? I was in Kentucky for about, I went straight out of, straight to eighth grade. Okay. 
So I got to experience a bit of middle school, gain a little bit of English, okay. then went straight to high school. So I would say I was there for a good six years. So from 12 to five years, from 12 to 17. Mm -hmm. I graduated at 17, came straight to San Francisco, so. By yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? It was cool, I was drinking, I was ready to leave my father, I was ready to leave Kentucky behind. Like start over. Best decision I've ever in my life. Really? The freedom of just being my own man. Realize oh, that man, it. 17, that's a, that's a big case for it. Oh yeah, for being sure. Being a man at 17. For sure, for sure. By yourself. It was fun, it was fun. It was, <laughs> it was fun. I feel like, <laughs> we, okay. Cause I feel like at 17, I wouldn't have been ready to leave the nest. But to hear a guy say it, it kind of like, it kind of makes sense in a way. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, you know, more, more it was, it was more of a need of, of, of freedom, how you're being raised. Because we were already raised individually and independent. We didn't right. really have that cater. I didn't have that cater. I can't speak for everyone. Right. You feel me? So I was really solo the whole time. You feel me? Both parents, every time I lived from from living in Haiti with my mom, mom was always working, so I was home alone. Right. Transferred to America, same thing. So I was always home alone. So it was right. like, like everything I wanted to do, I'm, all, I'm already there. So right. it wasn't really difficult for me to just adventure alone. It was cool. Okay. So my next question. <laughs> Which is perfect that you said that. You said that it's different. They gave you a sense of independence. Yeah. But do you feel like they do that for the Americans? Or do you feel like we're afraid? Elaborate. So, you know how those third world countries like Haiti or, or, or yeah. any other, you guys are like brought up way different than we are brought up. Right. You guys have a sense of, you guys have a set, I would say, um, way of being as far as gender roles. A man does this, a woman does this. Whereas here, we try to do that, but everybody's kind of fluid. They do what they want. So my question is, do you think that we're cradled in that system? Like, do you think it would benefit us to be raised the way that you guys are raised? Um, because a lot of people think, especially people who aren't from here, they think we're like entitled, and which I can agree. Like, they think yeah, we're entitled, I mean, like, they have it easy, and they think we're like kind of ungrateful in a sense. Yeah, no, it's a lot of ungratefulness, and it's not because it's because the way America is set up. America is set up to be an easy country, it's supposed to be land of the freedom, whatever. That's the dream that Americans sell. If you mean Haiti, just does have the opportunity. I mean, Haiti had that opportunity, would be would be too amazing, we'd be too powerful because of so much love and joy that we bring. It'd be too great that it'd be ruined, you feel me? So we have so much riches to the point where it's ruined, you feel me? Cause like, y'all got the two knives, you know? And America, I mean, they, they powerful, you feel me? Okay. They have a lot of power to stop a lot of the bullshit we can't. Us, is we more run by regular average, you feel me, is the most we could do. We don't have that much power. But as far as the culture growing up, uh, I'm sure some discipline could be used. Y'all could use some more ass whooping, yeah, you feel me? Yeah. No, I'm just being general. Growing up in Kentucky, bro, I, I seen some, I got some stories I could tell kids, you feel me? No, more like kids beating up their, disciplining their parents. It was, discipline is not a thing. Were they, were they, were they white? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well then we can't relate. Okay, all right. I, you would never see me discipline my mom. No, for sure. Dad. Losing that's, a Creole, that's what I'm saying. That, so you, that's you, another thing, too. Um, I, don't, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that we're raised like y'all in Louisiana, but we do have a different... Discipline. Have a yeah, discipline. yeah. Like, we're Still not going to do all that. Yeah. And we're amber black. Yeah. So it's a lot of, <laughs> it's a lot of shit ain't going to slide. <laughs> 
with a black culture like a white culture. Yeah. But I do want to talk about food. Because the food, this Sunday was in blue. I'm telling y'all, bro. Shipping, okay. New Orleans, shipping grits, etouffee, jambalaya, dirty rice, all that. You heard me? All this. See how they got excited? All that. You heard me? So I feel like I have a high expectation when it comes to food that emulates that in some way. When I ordered that shrimp, I was good. What? I wanted to ask who made this? You just talked to the guy that made it. He made the sugar Chef is the friend. He's the owner. Oh my God, y'all. Yeah. No, I didn't know because there was so many people moving around. I didn't know yeah. who made it. Yeah, he is one of the chefs back there making it happen. So, I want to talk about how y'all food is made. Our food is made from authenticity. That's what I'm saying. I feel We're like authentic. We start out here is real process. But I feel like yeah, out there yeah. is not at all. You but everything from scratch. We don't have that process in Americanized stuff that they got to kill them. We grow a lot of things in our backyards because we have a lot of land. Haiti is made of a lot of land. So a lot of people in the backyards have natural products, tomatoes, onions, all that. We have a lot of fruit markets because all we do is build and backyard stuff so all we do is sell in the street and just sell product naturally so yeah so we have a lot of made from scratch food you know um we cook our food mostly with charcoal but i think that's because we have the opportunity to have stoves but but so i think we should stoves. but yeah, yeah we start from charcoal we you know we use the natural make the pot black type shit okay but um so is the food better home or I would say home, our ingredients is pure ingredients. You can never be, you feel me? In this state, you get some of it. But all the main ingredients is on the island, you know? Okay, so what's your favorite meal that's specifically from the States? Your favorite meal from the States? I want to know. It's a hard question, man. <laughs> I want to know. It's a hard question. But for me, I really could do so squad a lot. Do we so squad late game? I guess what it says. It's up there, you feel me? It's rice, um, black bean sauce with um, vegetable, leggy, kind of like a vegetable stew. You could add or add meat, vegan or not. Um, it's really good. Combination of the green with the liquidy coconut milk sauce bar, which is the bean sauce, and then with the white rice. The white rice is very. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, yeah. rice is very unique. So it's cool. It's cool. So, what's your favorite meal from back home, per se? Ah. Man. No, you gotta say the top one. You can't tell me three. I don't need three. I need the. Your, you go home. If you go home, it's the first thing you wanna eat. Do the subscribe, young. <laughs> going in. <laughs> is your rice? What is it? Rice, black beans, and chicken, man. Rice, rice black beans, and chicken. Yeah, but the black beans come with a black bean sauce. It's like black beans, and it's blended uh -huh. and with the coconut milk, and then it's put in the sauce. So it makes make a juicy subscribe. Yeah, it's pretty good. And you add roast sauce, which is the the broth from the chicken. So yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's very, it's more very hand on. Everything we do is just season. You season as it goes, and we use the leftover, whatever we marinated with, and transfer it to the next dish and combine it. Yeah. So let's talk about language. Keep possible. Because there's a difference between Creole from Louisiana and Creole as from far Haitian. as. Yeah, so I want to dive into that first. Really? I'm looking about to start learning a little French Creole. So I can, you know, say I'm from Louisiana and speak like I'm a little bit. But I want to know about y'all's per se. Do you feel like there's a difference? I mean, I think there's a difference. Yeah, you speak English, you know. But listen. I'm listening. <laughs> In New Orleans, we have a Creek. We speak 
some most of the elders speak Creole in a sense. It's like French. Yeah. And you guys speak French, but is it the same kind of French? Well, we don't. Or know. is our French Americanized compared to y'all? I have to hear it to understand, so it's kind of hard for me. I mean, I haven't really connected with Louisiana Creole like that. So but, I mean, for Mardi Gras, you gotta come out there. I would love to. Yeah, stay tuned for that, man. Mardi Gras, we have a part two coming. It's That's gonna fun. be a lot of hip chicken. A lot of hip chicken, a lot of craziness, a lot of drunkenness, a lot of Baton Rouge. Hey, whoa! <laughs> a lot of Baton Rouge. How you look? What you know about? What you know about Baton Rouge? A little thing or two. Stay yeah, the fuck away from there. Stay the fuck away from there, though. Wow. So, honestly, the food was amazing. I got to hear them speak in their language, which I was blown away by. Mm -hmm. I actually have a friend that's Haitian, so I'm gonna be learning way more about the culture. We talked about food, we talked about language, we talked about culture. But I, I want to ask you a personal question. Okay. So, if you could give any advice to somebody, male or female, coming from Haiti, coming to the states, what advice do you give? Especially since you've been here, you've been here since you were 12. Coming to America in general? Yes. You were 12 when you came, right? Don't lose that grit. Don't lose that grit, because like, America's so easy, don't fall into the easy system. Learn how to operate and defeat it, you know? Like, I'd say just, the same grit we have in Haiti, that hardworking grit. Learn how to Americanize it. Learn how the American system work, and use the Haitian, the Haitian um, hardship that's built, and just pursue whatever it is you wanna do, because Come in here, you already have a language barrier. First thing is breaking that language barrier. You know okay. what I'm saying? So first thing you should do, I watch a lot of movies, Dora, I was watching Dora. I was Not watching, Dora. I was watching all type of kids show. If you mean, I picked up English pretty quick. I was talking to a lot of people. Okay. Um, Are, yeah. Do you feel confident in how you speak as far as speaking? I feel somewhat, I feel somewhat mature in the English language to where I got some quiet vocabulary or grammar. Okay. You know? um, I feel like growing up in the in the south, they very try to strictize you on how you speak yes, properly. You know? So they probably try to dike dike. They try to correct your English the yes. proper manner per se. You know what I'm saying? So yes. yeah. So I would say it's mid compared to most Asians. <laughs> okay. Anything you want to ask me before we wrap this up? Cause I mean, um, the owner came. I'm pretty much satisfied. Yeah, no, I just want to thank you for having me on the Of course, I'm going to have him show. again. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, um, but thank you, thank you. But I, the main topic of the, the main question of the topic of the session was what food is better? Is it Haitian Creole? I didn't want to go there because I spoke so I mean, highly of yeah, the immigrants, but, but if you want to go there, it was going to be a hard do battle. Do you want to go there? If we do it there, you stay for part two. Yeah, I feel like part two would be two. better. But this is more like we already know the answer. Like did I we, did, I did. You know what? I did try jambalaya. No, 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 no. I tried jambalaya. Exactly. Jambalaya changed my it. world. Okay, did it? Changed my world. And I cooked it. And it was, it was good. It was good. You know. So I'm down one to. One out of ten. What would you get a jambalaya? One out of ten. What would you get a jambalaya? The one. The one I cooked. The first time. But the second time, he wanted to add his own pizzazz. The first time. The first time it was very caught off guard. It was the first time I had jambalaya. The chicken was really good. I would say good. Nine out of ten. It was a good. It was a good nine out of ten for a dish I haven't tried. You know, it was very interesting. It was very. So I think we should discuss who's better, when, even though we know New Orleans. Y'all know what I'm repping. 
Um, but anyways, we're gonna do a part two to that conversation we, because I actually we, want him to try the food. Like, yeah, I, I, want, I, I, was I was able to try Haitian food, so I don't want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want you to be able to experience my food and no. then we'll have that. No, we are, we're gonna go to Mardi Gras, and I'm sure we we'll get some homemade cooking. So. Yes. So oh, yeah. Home cooks. Um, so it'll be real southern food. Yeah, it'll be quite the battle, you know. We'll, we're gonna win. When you try our shrimp and grits, I don't know. I mean, anybody who goes to New Orleans, they say our food is the best. Like you can't argue. Really, I'm not gonna lie. Three through seven got some good food. Shout out to y'all. Y'all got some food, but New Orleans got some good food. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, you know, I'm not even gonna battle on it. We'll just have to wait and see. I respect it. Creole is Creole. We're from the same motherland. I just want to say thank you for having me on this show. It's your boy, Wenshelson McKinley Voltaire. Let's talk about it. AKA Haitian Woke. Let's Follow talk me about on it. Script. What are we talking about? You. What? I thought you were gonna finish. Oh, you was hyping me up. Yeah. Oh, Haitian Woke on Instagram. Haitian underscore woke. Fuck with me, feel me? I appreciate you for having me on the show, Cleo. You know what I'm saying? We out of here. Ah! That's how I now. Oh, my guys. Listen, thank you, family, for watching. You already know I see you, I hear you, and I love you. Stay tuned for the next episode.